Okay, anyway, let's get this shit done. <laughs> wank podcast. People of the internet, how do? I'm the Fking guy. This is that Fking show. It's time to play the world's favourite end of the world quiz game again. Back your bags. We're going on another Armageddon vacation. Hosted many a podcast with in the past, none of which are now available anywhere online, thankfully, because they were quite embarrassing. He said things we probably <laughs> wish we never said. And he's I someone certainly wouldn't you... say. <laughs> yeah, certainly wouldn't say nowadays. We were drunk, we were young, we're happy they're not available. <laughs> so we'll be putting them up on our Patreon, which is under the tier of God tier. It's $50 million. You might be able to hear them. It's worth it. Yeah. He's someone who's guested on the show frequently in the past on various quizzes, but we've never actually introduced him in any way. We've just we've had him on the show, he just mysteriously pops up from time to time, and we didn't really know a lot about him. But today we're going to find out a whole lot about him, possibly. Welcome to the person that I've probably known longer than anyone else in the entire world. Excluding family, but then family. <laughs> that person is known as Captain Jay Spaulding. Hello. How are you doing, Captain J? I'm all right. Yeah, fuck it up. I have known you a long time. It's mental. 2000? Yeah, uh, yeah, 2000. I think we met. Yeah, 2000 we met. The only person I've known longer than you uh, and my parents is my, my missus. So we're almost married. Yeah, yeah, basically. We, we don't have sex anymore either, so yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, it's only because of COVID, though. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that you live miles away. Yeah, all the way Come across on. the other side of London. Yeah, that's loads. <laughs> I've got to get on a train. Come on, admit bus. it. You'd shag me for that lasagna. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Make great lasagna and hot sauce. It, yes, so it's good lasagna. So I usually ask people to plug their wares and uh, what they do online, because I generally have creatives on, on people who do mm. stuff and like contribute to the world. Do you contribute anything at all? Not anymore. No, not really. I'm, I'm like the Richard Bacon of the podcast world. <laughs> I, 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 you can follow me on Twitter, I suppose. Captain J. Spalding. Um, weird political musings, drunken ramblings, that sort of thing. But there's nothing much. I'm not trying to flog. I was in a band years ago and I've done a wrestle, but not anymore. Okay, let's talk about them, shall we? They're interesting. <laughs> okay. Wrestling. So, How did you get into wrestling in just watching it in general? Is it just something you picked up from school, like everybody, pretty much? Yeah, I suppose. So, like, I, I had a little click of mates at the time. I suppose we were, like, 15, 16. We'd all play football and basketball together and stuff, and they were all stoners, and I wasn't. But I'd go around their house and we'd end up watching, like, Monday Night Raw on Friday because it was Sky in England. So every Friday night we'd end up watching Raw and then latterly like Smackdown would come on and stuff. So we'd end up just watching wrestling and then doing what you do when you're a teenager, you're powerbombing each other in the front room, smashing up your, your best mate's mum's couch and then blaming it on your best mate's little brother. <laughs> that eventually translated into you doing the training and doing, how many shows did you do? <laughs> Actual shows, probably about, I don't know, six. <laughs> <laughs> it was mainly training. I couldn't get booked worth a Task because I was a uh, skinny, blonde, 
babyface looker. Even I wanted to play heel. And there was about six companies in the entire country. Yeah, th- th- yes, this is also a time when there were you you really didn't have many options in like the early two thousands in Britain. There weren't that many. You had, I guess, you had the um, holiday camp circuit, which was great. Um, obviously, disdain then, in your voice. Yeah, <laughs> absolute drizzles. Um, and then you had, and you and they get the crowd shining easy. Uh, literally, one of the biggest pops of one of the shows I did was an outrageously fat man dressed as Bob the Builder getting his pants pulled <laughs> down, his bollocks hanging out. And that, that nearly took the roof off. <laughs> and the man pulling his pants down was, at the time, I think, in his 60s. 70s. No, 70s, yeah. And then uh, another big guy on this company like another huge face that was super over was basically like a fat elvis who <laughs> <laughs> was lovely lovely bloke but like mark rollerball rocco he wasn't so yeah that was that was that and you had um fwa at the time which which is who i ended up getting involved in the training with which is where i actually met you and a lot of the other guys that we used to kind of chomp around with but there weren't too many shows really operating here at that point. And by the time I, they, they, I think there was more in the like, you carried on. There was more in like mid two thousands. But I'd given up by then. I'd had enough. Right. And the uh, thing about a show today that went up was the one with Magic, and I, I referred to it as the dark days of British wrestling, where it's like mm. it's community church halls, yeah, sports centres. Like not even the main sports centre. It was like the hall that they use for the extra <laughs> shitty stuff. The smaller yeah. one, and that was pretty much it for wrestling in this country. Yeah, I've wrestled in a church hall <laughs> in front of like nine people. It's more than nine, so big hall. Well, not what big time. <laughs> not the time. Not the time I got there. <laughs> I've had the I've, I've wrestled rumble in front of two people. That was good. Oh yeah, describe that rumble. Go on. Uh, what was the feelings going through your head when you um, was in the main event of the show? Was it in Hackney? Yeah, in front of two people, one of whom's name we knew. Yes, yeah, one who we were actually knew. It was um, shortly before I gave up wrestling. Funnily enough, it was. <laughs> Wonder one, why? <laughs> it cost me twenty quid to get here. I'm not getting paid, and no fuckers watching was pretty much what I was thinking. And we ended up just working on bits in the ring. Was that the one you went out there in your fluffy outfit? Yeah, my big orange fluffy Camden trousers. <laughs> Which is where everyone got their gear at that point in time. Yeah, everyone w- w- would go down Camden Market or Cyberdog and just buy it, like whatever you could get that sort of looked. Because again, there wasn't really anyone making proper wrestle gear at that time, or it was prohibitively expensive. And I didn't want to wear just combat trousers anymore, like I did, and like everyone did, because it was like ECW times. Yeah, pretty much the time where everyone wanted to be Raven. Yeah, everyone was either Raisin, Raven, uh, Rob Van Dam, Raisin, or uh, Just Incredible. Like everyone just had that ripped jeans t shirt look. Quality. So, what is your favorite match out of the six you had? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Fucking hell. Favorite. Ironically, probably the one where I gave the murderer a concussion. (laughs) I actually really enjoyed that. A couple of weeks back about how (laughs) you possibly caused someone to kill someone. Yeah, well, they say head trauma can lead to um, psychopathic tendencies, but I take no responsibility 
for my part of it. I'm sure I, I'm not the first person to have given him a concussion either. It is true. Forget many over the years. But yeah, I did kick him in the head very hard <laughs> to the point where like I heard the back go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> that was actually a pretty good match. Like it, it was fun to do. And all our mates were there in the back and like ribbing each other and stuff. So that was cool. But like, the, for me, the fun was training. Like it was just play fighting with your mates every weekend, pretty much. I mean, there's one thing I'd actually look back on and think, oh, I wish I'd, I could do that again. Just not without <laughs> without the wrestling part. <laughs> yeah. Without the, the, even the feeling afterwards when you're like in a bit of pain and you're at the bar having a couple of drinks and you, and you smell. Yeah, you didn't have access to showers in those days. <laughs> yeah, that feeling I kind of miss on wrestling. Like road trips. Yeah. The actual wrestling part, not so much. <laughs> no, that was the bit you did to, to get to the fun bit. So after the wrestling, you did some music bits. Mm-hmm. So any music available on um, streaming services that aren't Spotify? Um, I think you can still find our EP on like Apple Music and stuff. It's um, Infestation was the band I was playing in. The EP was called Bow to None. It's like a five-song heavy EP that we, we put out ourselves. I think you can still find it if you look. But there's a bunch of bands called Infestation now. Um, basically, the album cover is um, a burning church in like black and red. So if you see it, it's there. But again, it could just be another band called Infestation with a Burning Church. It's... Yeah, I yeah, know. It's, <laughs> it's, um, it's a pretty big market you're looking at, to be honest. A bit like on your podcast, the greatest 80s video podcast or something like that. It's like, it's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's going to be quite a few up there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you if you want to find it, it's there somewhere. Um, as I said, it's called Bout Anonymous EP. And it's, yeah, it's pretty heavy. I'm pretty proud of it. But then being in a band with five other people turns out to be a pain in the ass. Is that again like the wrestling where it's like it's good fun to do certain things with your mates, but then the business side of things? Yeah, it's the organizing. Basically, like myself, um, Kaz, our bass player, and Colin, the drummer, were all like fine. And my other good mate, Matt, used to be in the band with us. Um, so it was cool. But then he left and another guitarist came in, and it just ended up being me organizing everything. And our singer was great fun at a party, which means fucking nightmare to organize basically remember once he um we we did a gig on on a friday and we had um, a rehearsal the following tuesday so i did the gig the singer stays on um it's in guildford's the singer stays on afterwards he's got the merch because we had all the equipment it's like yeah you just take the merch home with you and that's it it's just like a rucksack of hoodies and t-shirts and stuff he then goes on a four-day bender loses the merch which was about 300 quid's worth and then sort of turns up at a pub near the rehearsal where we have to go and get him because he's just been kicked out. He then buys a crate of beer, which he brings into the rehearsal and smashes on the floor. So then the owner of the studio wants to like ban us forever. And this is a Tuesday. It's just a Tuesday evening. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I can't do this anymore. It's not worth it. So then I, I joined another band um, with one of the founding members of a band called Gore Rotted. And they were even more fucking work, so I just gave up. But yeah, it was fun. When when we played gigs and stuff, it was cool. I got to go to Edinburgh and Newcastle, which is a shit hell, um, and play gigs, so that was fun. We're fans of Newcastle. Uh, your bit's lovely. It's the bit where I went, where it was, it was a Greg's Open at three in the morning was a bit rough, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't even get Greg's Open in London at that time. No, it was all night Greg's. Greg's. All night Greg's. <laughs> 
um, it was minus two and I saw a woman wearing string walking down the road in high heels, clutching Greg's like it was fucking holy grail. And I was like, oh, this is, this is different. <laughs> this is not, <laughs> we're not in London anymore, Tonto. So what was the best kick you ever did? Um, Biggest or just the one you felt like the most accomplished? Leeds Death Fest was really cool. So we played, um, there's a like death metal festival all day at Leeds, ULU. Yeah, university, um, headlined by Brugeria and Immolation, which are both pretty kind of old school, big death metal names. We got to play that um, in front of like 700 people, I think, which for our genre of music is fairly decent. And because it's Leeds and because it's a union, student union, the student bar, which we were allowed to go to, was selling pints for £1.80. So I was at that fucking great. This is brilliant. Get absolutely blotted on a twenty quid note. Oh, memories, and that's the first gig I've ever had a rider. Like they actually gave us stuff. It's like one of the few gigs that you like. Most gigs they don't give. It's not, we're not Spinal Tap. We don't get that little bread and ham <laughs> to make sandwiches. Like you get fuck all. If you get a crate of Foster's, separate coloured M and M's. Yeah, no, we're not at that level. We're not at the uh, Jennifer Lopez rider stage. Unfortunately, you get a crate of warm Foster's if you're lucky. Oof. Mm-hmm. So other end of that, worst gig. Uh, worst gig. I don't want to name the band because they were really nice. They were a Swedish band. Nice guys. And it, yeah, they, they were really nice, and they were young as well. Like, bear in mind when this is taking place, I guess um late twenties, twenty eight, something like that. But these are like teenage, like nineteen year old kids, um, like Swedish kids, and they're just touring that album, and they're like they're getting label push and everything, like terrorizers all over their ass and we played we're supporting them as a like known local band and we played the Islington academy upstairs like the smaller part of it but still pretty cool venue like i've seen um like overkill there and loads of other bands and i was like oh yeah cool so we get there our friends are there the other band rocks up we're doing a sound check and basically it's the band's parents um they, and their girlfriends and then our friends and that's it which amounted to about 19 people and we agreed to do the gig because they're this like supposedly big band and they're going to bring in a follower and no one came nobody turned up like one person looked in the door and then went nah, and then left was that their entire tour then or was it like they were mainly hype or they were actually just that one show yeah i think it was they were pretty hyped they had a lot of like label backing a lot of label push but they didn't actually really have a following. Oh, well, not hit, not in London anyway. That's, so yeah, I think that was the first random band and local band. Yeah, they used to do it. There was a band uh, I used to like a lot, a London band called The Rotted, who was signed to Metal Blade. And basically, that whenever big bands would play in London, they would send The Rotted out with them because they were the only fucking London band that they had on the label. So I got to see Rotted, who were proper old school death metal, like grind, carcassy kind of metal support Amon Amarth, who are Viking metal. And Amon Amarth have a full sword fight on stage before the band come. Like they've got two blokes out in Viking gear to have a full sword fight to follow a band that had an album called Only Tools and Corpses. It's just like a comedy <laughs> grind grind band, like uh, Fuck Her Ass With Broken Glass, those sort of songs. Open up for like proper Viking metal. So we were that bad. Basically, if like, if you were in London 
that we would be put, put with you, whether it was appropriate or not. So I guess an example I'd go with, if you were into new metal or that kind of, at the time, it would have been Skindred. Yeah, it was sick. I've seen them so many times. Yeah, Skindred were everywhere. Sick were everywhere, if you remember them. Oof, yeah. Yeah, they're still going, by the way. I see them on a gig recently. Well, I remember seeing them play, and for the youngsters of you, you might not even know this place, at the Virgin Megastore in Oxford Street, I saw them play in the basement. When they, If you remember, they had a stage down there at one point. Yeah, when they actually had music in London. Yeah. Yeah, Virgin was great actually thinking back like that store was yeah. great like that's basically they allowed me to steal so many albums by just buying them going home copying them onto a mini disc and then taking them <laughs> back and exchanging them <laughs> you were that person <laughs> oh yeah i have 50 albums at least out of them and i did go down that way recently and there's just so much like there's changed there's no music venues virgin meg stores obviously gone a long time ago i think all the nightclubs that you'd be around there yeah, that no, slime light's gone. Kind of depressing. Yeah. Well, obviously the Astoria and the LA2 went and they were like the best. They, they went years ago. They're now basically the fucking Tottenham Court Road station extension. Yeah. It's almost like an apocalypse. Yeah. So what is your favourite type of apocalypse? Um, I don't know what you've got. By definition, none of them are great. Well, we've got the... General Mad Maxi type of right, okay. Well, that one that seems to be the favourite at the moment. The one everyone likes, I think, because everyone sees themselves as the Mad Max kind of figure. Yeah, uh, touring the wastelands with your dog. Yeah, the thing is, you all see yourself as the Mad Max figure. What most of you are going to be is the one getting raped behind a tree by the Mad Max figure. <laughs> most of us are not going to do well in that. If we're completely honest, most of us are not going to do well in an apocalyptic wasteland. Come on, you've seen Fist of the North Star. Yeah. I'll be the bloke with his head bolted together and stuff, his brains exploding out. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm the red shirt in Star Trek. It's not going to go so well. So you obviously don't want that kind of apocalypse and you don't want where everyone survives. It's just like everything ends, which is yeah, no, the honestly, best way to end quickly. Uh, asteroid, asteroid in meteor. the face. Yeah, asteroid. I'll literally directly underneath, ideally. Just aim it at me. I'll be the first. I'll try and, I will try and catch it. I, do, I have no interest in surviving a holocaust. <laughs> None. I, I'm not. I don't want to be looking for water or living off beans. <laughs> no. Absolutely no interest. Oh, speaking of, might be time. Is that siren? I'm going to go and stand outside. <laughs> that means it's time for an advert break. Yes, if you can hear my microphone at the moment, there's a bit of an echo on it. I've moved my studio downstairs for this session. The next couple of shows may be having this same echo on it. I apologise in advance. Here are some adverts from people we do the podcast with that I'm going to record at some point in time and then place back into the show. Don't know why I'm telling you all this. I just am. It's all coming out in the edit. <laughs> possibly, possibly. <laughs> I might just keep it in. Abby, do you want to get your plugs in? <laughs> I'll do. It's I'll Abby Stabby you here. You, what? I'll like put you on the spot. What, do you want me one. to? Do you want me to? Talk, no, you carry on. Go for it. Okay. Plugs. Yes. Not going to speak anymore. Plugs. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. 
yes, you pal, I'll be stabby here, the local starving artist uh, rinsed by the tax man. If you'd like to help me get out of my, my tax hole, um, please watch me on Twitch over at Abby Stabby Art. Buy some artwork over at Abby Stabby Art on Facebook or Abby Stabby on Instagram. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming slash has passed. Um, buy some forgiveness gifts for your other half if you screwed it up. Yeah. G- please. Money now. <laughs> me sick. <laughs> okay so that siren i'm afraid seems by something extremely bad has happened Uh, a few moments ago while we were talking nasa uh, using the hubble telescope noticed an object heading towards our planet at a previously unknown speeds it is on a collision course with us and well a leading astronomer has said it's not like we can just get the planet to move any faster I mean, I mean, we could all sort of stand on the spot and run it in one direction, see if we can move it in a certain direction away from it, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I mean, what the hell do I know? I've been shooting heroin into my grundle and seeing some wacky shit right now. <laughs> he then falls over and another top scientist takes his place on the stand. He gives the astronomer a kick and says, we knew this day would come, maybe not this exactly, but we knew this world would come to an end and we were prepared. Totally were. The World Council of the Global Elite pulled our resources and designed a ship capable of infinite spaceflight. It has cargo bays that use temporal technology to allow them to store anything in any volume and food and water, while as tasteless as the colour beige will last forever. The drawback, only one person can board it. And that person has been chosen via a world lottery and should be being aboard that ship right about now. Okay, now where am I? There he is. Hey. Sorry, I haven't got any trousers on. <laughs> Wasn't expecting this. Uh, screen in front of you flashes open. Hello, please enter your name. Um, hi, I'm Spaulding. Captain seems pretentious now. Do you don't want to be captain anymore? Just be Spaulding? Yeah. If I'm the only one, there's not much point. It's like calling myself Emperor. Please enter the ship's name. Um, ship. No, wait, can I call it dog? Ship dog. Ship dog, yes. <laughs> Sounds like a new uh, brew dog beer. I'll have a pint of ship dog, please. Ship dog. The onboard computer is here to assist and motivate you. Please, the choice of... The onboard computer has got a speech the impediment. The onboard computer is here to assist and motivate you. <laughs> please choose a voice that will do just that. Oh, I, I'm working on a very small screen today. <laughs> uh, so I get to pick. I'm blind. Yep. Just um, Matt Berry. It's created by humans. It's not as advanced. You go for Matt Berry as well. Yeah, Matt Berry. Yeah. No, actually, you've heard, if you've had him, no, I'm going to go for Garth Marenghi. Delete, delete. Because that would make me laugh every time I go, uh, can you take me to a, a planet, please? Well, the thing is, actually, you'll find <laughs> there's not many planets that are habitable around here, which is just make it funny for me. Okay, after the next part, everyone waits for. You have, uh, I think, 30 minutes, they said, uh, to decide on six things to take with you from Earth. I believe during his um, massive heroin ramblings, he was supposed to say 30 minutes, but he forgot. So you can take six things from Earth. They can be Hmm. anything, anything at all, apart from other humans. You must remain a pure and perfect snowflake. If, If I'm the last remnant of our species i can only apologize 
I mean, you did win a lottery. It's not that saying you're the best option. <laughs> so I'm I'm essentially that bloke that won the lottery and spunked it all on Bentleys and then smashed them up in the mansion garden that he bought and then ended up going back on the doll. I'm that bloke. Yes, yes you're that guy. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, he had fun. Yeah, he definitely had fun. Imagine having the bollocks, though, to go, yeah, can I go back on the doll, please? I seem to have lost <laughs> £9 million. Pounds. Could happen to any of us. No, it couldn't. <laughs> so what are your six things then? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Bentley, so I can smash it up. <laughs> no, I, don't, I couldn't give it too far. I've got to ship. I could just drive that into the sun. Um, I mean, I, I can have... take a bike, so, it's, you know. Yeah. I've, my exercise days are over. I don't care anymore. Um, I've, can I have all of the books? All of the books? Yeah, all of them. I just take like a Kindle with like a trillabyte memory on it so I can have all of the books. You want a Kindle rather than a, a big library? Yeah, books are annoying. I just want one thing. Oak, oak shelves and musty smelling pages. It's size an issue. So it can literally be the British Library on the ship somehow. It can be, yeah, if you Is want it... a library like that, you can have like a library of every single book in it. So, the, so my 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 spaceship is basically the TARDIS. Well, they're, they're created with temple technology, where it's like they can yeah. go on forever. Okay. Infinite so, cargo. Yeah, and so you can have that, or you can just have a Kindle. Well, no, if I can have like a musty library, I'll have that place. One musty library with all of the books, except <laughs> except any except anything by Katie Price. Not going to need them. Leave them out. <laughs> Unless you run out of toilet paper, I'm fine. Um, yeah, all of the books. Um, that The same thing, but for porn, ideally. All of the porn. Because I'm on my own. All of the porn. All of the porn. Yeah. From the golden age of porn to the current online homemade stuff. Yeah, I mean, the current stuff don't matter because I've clocked that. <laughs> I've been completed. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long lockdown. <laughs> so, so, what's your favourite porn film then? Do we have films or just scenes these days? Yeah, I don't even hang around long enough for scenes, but um, film. I don't know. There's some good ones, but nothing like they don't really make films anymore. Yeah, it's all. It's I, either this is not Avengers, but fuck nine or the Axel Braun parodies. Yeah, yeah, or like it's just like. Gonzo, the ropey, the ropey sort of parody ones from Wood Rocket. I think they're the ones that. Yeah, no, they're, they're Dad they're, and Simpsons. They're uncomfortable watching. SpongeBob. No, that, that 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 they're a challenging wank. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, I don't know. Like I, Pirates is obviously a classic. That one's great. Yeah, modern day classic, possibly the last classic. Yeah, I reckon so. Most expensive one ever made. I think it's still the most expensive one ever made. I do remember watching that entirely once, like all the way through, because I got ill and I ran out of things to watch my lap, uh, my computer, like the old days yeah. of having a desktop thing, you know, so much on it. That was and just the excuse you gave for why your room was covered in tissue. <laughs> nope, didn't touch it once. <laughs> Literally just watched the entire film from beginning to end because I was nice. so ill. I was like, I, I can't move. <laughs> Wells disease at that point. I'm like dying. That's a good movie. Yeah. I like that bit where she spits in her face. Yes. Well, they did. They did release. It was on YouTube or or Daily Motion or something a while back. They did release um, a porn-free edit 
It's like a safer work edit. And it's still like an hour and a half film. And it's actually a good film. <laughs> what is it? Evan, Evan, what's his name? Evan something? Evan Stone? Evan the Stone, main guy. One, yeah. It's just, the, he has the best line. He just comes out and he's got like the long kind of 90s Lefario hair. He just goes, I am the greatest pirate hunter ever. And it cuts. <laughs> but in the movie, he, as he does that, and he sort of gives the hair flick, he also does like, he's naked. So Nob does it as well, which is hilarious. <laughs> it's really funny. Okay, so all of the books in a musty library. All the yeah, porn and in a musty library. In a musty library. <laughs> musky library, anyway. Musky room. Um, I'd have to take my guitar, I think, because I'm stuck forever in space. So it'd be nice to have a little fiddle, as it were. And in your mind, you think you're going to do like be Bill and Ted and you'll just be the best guitarist ever. But I wouldn't practice any more than I do now, and I wouldn't. So I'd just still be playing Slayer riffs. I feel like doing exercises. I just play the same stuff. Yeah. I have a twiddle occasionally. Bill and me, I can only <laughs> play Louie Louie still. <laughs> yeah, I do a few scales and then go, oh, fuck this. Slayer. Yes. That's all you need. Guitar? A specific yeah. one? Yeah, probably my Jackson. Um, it's a Randy Rhodes style. I can't remember. Is it Jason King? No, not something King. He was like the guitar player in Superjoint Ritual. Um, so I've got custom... Jack, black and red Jackson with like pentagrams and the fretboard is pretty awesome for you metalers out there. I think guitar heads. Okay, so next one. Um, okay, so we've got porn books and guitars. I'd like to take my pets, but they can't. And then there's no vets in space. So um, there is the, the stasis beds as well. I think I've mentioned them. They would, do, would make them healthy. We'll keep them okay. the same age. I'd probably take my cats then. If I can take my cats, why can't I take like my wife or a friend? You must remain a pure and perfect snowflake. Oh. With all your wanking. <laughs> yeah, it's too late for that. Um, okay, so we've got cats, guitars, books. Yeah, the capacity. Yeah, but I need two more things then. The capacity for making or and an infinite supply of cheese cheese yeah the rest i could figure i could figure out bread i'll, I'll make so, it out so, bits so of would old... you take all the cheese or specific cheeses or just the one cheese no it's i, I think it's all of the cheeses because I, I like a varied selection apart from the vegan ones leave them alone <laughs> you can have them <laughs> keep hold of them <laughs> cheers <laughs> um and yeah the, the the ability to or the ingredients for hot sauce because you've got cheese and hot sauce you're good to go you want the ingredients for it so you can make your own yeah the, the capacity for growing various chilies and vinegar and bits and pieces that you need for chilies chili sauce so like a maybe the allotment kind of patch of... yeah yeah actually yeah an, an allotment for all the veg let's say that Allotment for veg. Okay, so you have six items there. Mm -hmm. You have all the books in your musty library, all of the porn in your musky room, <laughs> guitar, two cats, all the cheese, and a, an allotment for hot sauce ingredients. And veg. Okay, and just press enter to confirm those items. Ah, okay. The computer screen flashes. Would you like to play a game? 
Well, I've got to say yes, and otherwise it's a pointless podcast. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> We've learned no, okay, habits. end. <laughs> well, you could choose to die. We've already discussed I probably would. Yeah, I'd probably just go, fuck it, I can't be bothered. Wait, well, you're here now. You're going to play this game anyway. Maybe you fucking like it or not. <laughs> you're a very aggressive computer. I'm going to write a strongly worded email to Bill Gates, who's no longer alive. <laughs> oh, he's still alive at this point. You know, he's not dead yet. A couple of minutes left. So if you answer correctly, you get to choose which of the six items you want to take. If you get it wrong, you have to choose one to sacrifice. Oh, bugger. It's a weird system, this thing they've set up. So you gave me a couple of specialist subjects as you come on board. I read your mind. <laughs> yeah, sorry for that. That must have been disgusting. And the first question, I'm going to give you eight band names. You have to tell me if they're real or not. <laughs> Fucking hell, all right. You have to get five correct answers to win the item. Yeah. If you get five right, you get the item. Uh, if you get more than that right, you get additional goes at future questions. So if you get all eight, you get three additional chances at a question. Not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to say if these are real bands or not real bands. Okay. The first one is Diarrhea Planet. Uh, that's too good to not be true. Um, fucking hell, that could really could go uh, false. No, you're saying false. Yeah, it was a band Bullets. from Nashville. They played punk. Next band, Dog Shit Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a theme here, isn't there? <laughs> um, <laughs> Fucking hell. Thing is, it like they could just as easily be. Um false. Fuck's sake. It was a real band? A Birmingham punk band. I thought you threw a swerve in on me there. He wants a neepy called Gary Glitter, you filthy cunt. <laughs> Fair play. Next band. Wank for peace. <laughs> <laughs> Punk is not my specialist subject, and these have all been punk bands so far. Um, wank for peace. Yes. True. Yay. Yes, they're a French hardcore band. Next up, Cripple Bastards. Uh, that sounds like true. Yes. Too correct. Otherwise, you're mean. <laughs> Dick Delicious and the Tasty Testicles. <laughs> no, fuck off. You... <laughs> no, false. How can you get through that? Dick Delicious and the Tasty Testicles. False. You going false? False. They're a real band. Bollocks. Atlanta I, I metal that, band. I'm fucking hell, I thought that was one of the ones you put on that flyer. <laughs> That's a good next, name for a band. Next up, Unrequited Hard On. <laughs> Oh, we've all been there, haven't we? <laughs> Usually during math class. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Um, I'm not quite hard on. It's too good to be not true. Um, yeah, true. I'm so bad at this. Fortunately, that is false. It was a name for a band. They, they thought about it, but they, they went with the more sensible name, Pissed Jeans. 
Well, to be honest, one can be a result of the other. That's true. Next one, goat semen. (laughs) (laughs) They can all be bands. This isn't fair. True. It is true. And the final one, a dwarf. Uh, is that the fault? Is that a sequel to Airwolf? He got sick in the eighties. Uh, AIDS Wolf, yeah, it's probably true. It's inappropriate enough to work. It is. AIDS Wolf, Canadian metal band. Goat Seamen were a Peruvian metal band. So after those questions, you got four correct. Therefore, you have to sacrifice something. Fucking hell. Um. Uh, to be honest, I didn't. I, what I didn't request was cat litter, so I'll probably get rid of them. <laughs> you know, there's going to be shit everywhere. Oh, I get rid of your cats. No, no cheese. Go on, I'll be vegan for a while. Fuck it. You can't All get rid of the cats. Going. That is sad though. Hardest bastard. Yeah, I can't get rid of the cats. I'll figure out vegan cheese from peas or something. Uh, it's true. You can probably make quite a bit from the allotment. That's where that's where Abby missed the trick. She took fucking chip spice. She could have just made it. It's mainly paprika. Okay, next question. Which death metal band can boast about having the biggest selling album from the genre? Ooh, biggest selling. Hmm. Hmm. I don't actually know. I want to say what would be a huge... Because you're talking... I mean, it's not a, a big selling genre generally. No, the... So how many sales it had? It had a quarter of a million sales worldwide. That is the most. Yeah, that's death, quite a lot. Death metal album has ever sold. Uh, it's quite a lot, but general music wise, gonna go with Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse. No. Nope. I'm gonna give you another shot at that. Two guesses. It's not Cannibal Corpse, and and it's the biggest. Is it actually death metal though? Comes under the is genre it, of death metal. It's not death metal in the way that fucking. The darkness was metal. My death metal knowledge is limited. <laughs> I kind of um, enjoy some of it. Most of it's just and guitars. Yeah, it's 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 fun. No idea any of the songs or lyrics. So biggest selling, that's tough. Because as we all know, biggest selling doesn't mean good. It's true. Um do I get clued or at least get country, something. It's um, really hard. I'll give you the album name. Okay. The, the End Complete. Oh, fuck. Ah. 1992, The End Complete. End Complete. Well, my brain, I, I recognize the title. My brain's completely shit to bed. Is it Napalm Death? Go with Napalm Death? Yeah. Fuck it. Obituary. Fuck. That was my third guess. Yeah. I fucking hate obituary as well. <laughs> <laughs> I more now. cannot get into them I just remember that I don't care song do you remember that the 90s no. it was like a roadrunner it's just him saying all the things he doesn't care about basically like global warming and children it's just a miserable bastard of a band I'm with him on the last one Keeps yeah no I agree <laughs> fuck, fuck a lot of them they're the main reason for global warming ironically okay so you have to sacrifice something else you've got all the books all of the porn guitar cats oh. or Ingredients for a hot sauce okay. slash allotment. Well, I guess the guitar's gone. But by guitar, maybe you can make one out of a a, a gourd. <laughs> out on the cats. 
winds me up enough. Sorry, boy. I need some strings. <laughs> I, I need to string one. up this gourd. <laughs> okay, you're going to horror next. Okay. I'm going to give you the name. I'm going to be shit at everything, and I know I am. Give me the first complete, complete clean sweep of nothing. Absolute failure. Right. Which horror film can you find these victims? Pam, Kirk, Jerry, Sally, and Franklin. Oh, fucking hell. Cabin in the Woods? Bowls. Nope. Second guess on that one. I, I literally have no idea. I don't pay attention to the victims. I, I feel sorry for you. I'm going to give you a clue. I'm into true crime. You don't care about the victims. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give you a clue. Um, one of them's in a wheelchair. Jesus Christ, I don't... This is not anything I recognise. One of the victims is in a wheelchair. Franklin. Wheelchair. I'm blanking. It's not like a fucking Saw movie or something, right? Here you go, Saw. Go with Saw, I don't, I don't know. It was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I do not remember a fucking wheelchair. You don't remember Franklin in the wheelchair? The most annoying character really? in horror ever. Really don't. I haven't I seen the movie he's... in like 15 years, but I, I truly don't remember it. Damn. Okay, so you lose movie too. Else. Yep. The plot, the game. Um, so, oh God. Lotment, cats, porn, or books? That is a tough one. You're going to have a hard wank over books. Maybe get some natural ge geographic ones in there, no? Uh, some lifographs of some Victorian tits. Yeah, some, as long as there's some Eric Van Lusbader in there, I'll be all right. Oh, books or porn, knowledge or wanking. It is a... <laughs> <laughs> the age-old question. <laughs> Knowledge the eternal question. <laughs> oh, the eternal question. What is more important? Eating, reading, <laughs> pets or wanking? What do I rank more highly? It's, it's such a great show. It should tell oh, you a lot. I'm, I'm actually struggling to answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cats are looking likely. Oh, I think the veg patch has to go. I'm hanging on to that pawn to the last possible moment. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Allotment. Okay, next question. In the professional wrestling organization in Japan called NOAA, what is the fictional governing body for its collection of champions called? Uh, IWGP. Okay. Um, gonna have so, a go. Uh, yeah, IWGP's fucking. The initials are GHC. GHC. Ah, uh, yes, GHC. Um, fuck, something heavy crown. Never actually questioned what GHC stood for. <laughs> I just accepted it. I, I genuinely um, didn't know until I saw this the other day. I'm like, oh, that's a good question. He should know that. Yeah. I've no, genuinely never questioned it. Um, global heavy champions. I don't know. That, that, that's weird. And it's going to be in English as well, isn't it? Global honoured crown. Ah, oh, fuck, it was, I was almost there. It was crown as well. Global honoured crown. Balls. Okay, so you've got cats, porn or books? Uh, the last decision was reading. awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so as we go into the last two questions, you have porn and cats. <laughs> Playboy's got articles. <laughs> Put it this way, if, it comes, if I only get to walk away with one, I feel sorry for the cats. <laughs> Oh, God, they're going. 
Well, if they're staying, it ain't going to be much better for them. We're staying in Noah. Who has okay. held the GHC World Championship more times than anyone else in the company? Oh, it's going. It's not going to be right. Is it? It's because it's still going as well, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's been relaunched, I should say. Oh, I, I, I know who I want it to be, but I've got a feeling it's going to be someone fucking ridiculous. Oh, it's, it's not too ridiculous. They've been there a while. So I know who he should be because he's a legend, rest in peace. But I think it's going to be something like Naomichi Marafuji. Yo, Naomichi Marafuji? Yeah. Correct. Naomichi Marafuji has held it four times. Misawa, three times. Yeah, I was going to go even Misawa or Akiyama, to be honest. I think Akiyama's also had it three times. Yeah. Because uh, Marafuji's still going. He won it recently, that's, so he's... That's the only reason, because I know he recently won the championship. Yep, so you actually get to take something. Cats or porn? <laughs> <laughs> Do I gamble? <laughs> he didn't, didn't get questions like... Didn't get questions like this from fucking Chris Tarrant, did you? <laughs> well, I'm hoping I got the last question right on the subject you gave me. Mm. Uh, this is a unfeasibly difficult question. Uh, I guess <laughs> I've got to take the cats. Taking the cats. Oh, this one's for the wanking. <laughs> so last question, you gave me the Wheel of Time as your, uh-huh. your specialist subjects. Are we talking uh-huh. about the fantasy series here? Yes. Series of books. The series of books, which I'm currently in the process of rereading for like the ninth time. Okay. Can you sum up the plot of the series in, in an elevator pitch? Oof. Well, yeah. Can you sum up a, a <laughs> 14, 1,000 page novel series in an elevator pitch? Um, it's the battle of good and evil across time, essentially. The, um, the main hero of the story is a, a character of reborn so if you think of time as a circle uh, everything that has been will be again and it's the kind of eternal battle of good over evil and temptation and magic and the one thing it never answers if everything is always going to repeat then they're going to always be stuck in the same loop no matter what but then maybe they sort of end it. Maybe they don't. Hmm. Twist. <laughs> don't watch the telly show, though. Bollocks. Was there a telly show? Yeah, it just come out on Amazon just for Christmas. It's got um, what's her face out of Gone Baby Gone in it. Um, what's her name? Um, Rose something. Rosamund Pike. All oh, right. Okay. She's very good, but it has very little bearing on the actual stories and books. So if you haven't read the books and don't want to, you probably enjoy the show. Can I get a telly show now, please, Man in Elevator? <laughs> no, they've already made that show. Yeah, well, I'd make it better. <laughs> okay, the question is, put these four books from the series in order. Oh, you fucker. The Fires of Heaven, The Path of Daggers, Lords of Chaos, and The Dragon Reborn. Put them in order. Okay, so Dragon Reborn is your first. This is book two. Um, Fires of Heaven, Lords of Chaos, Path of Daggers, I think was... Well, I'm trying to remember. So, yeah, Dragon Reborn is definitely first. Then I think it's Fires of Heaven. 
I can't remember which one comes before. Path of Daggers, Lords of Chaos. Bugger. Have a shot of that? Yeah, same same first two, last two reversed. Path of Daggers, um, after Chaos. Correct. You've got your pawn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I'm off for a wank. See you in a minute. Okay, so you have all the pawn and your cats. Excellent. The cats just breathed a sigh of relief. <laughs> they're going to say that, like the amount of litter they're going to be using, the amount of tissues you're going to be using. Uh, so it's it's fine. That's what the um, autobiographical section of the library's for. I ain't going to read none of them. <laughs> Boris Johnson's memoirs. Wibble, 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 wibble. Wibble, wibble, Jimmy Savile, wibble, wibble. Oh, yeah, something's happened. We'll find out what after this break. Did, did I just say the safe word? <laughs> now, here is a commercial break featuring some voices from future show guests. Check them out and get acquainted. Okay, so you got a podcast. What are the links for your social medias, your website, your TikToks? Go ahead. Well, thank you. I thought this was going to be for somebody else. I'm in an advertisement. <laughs> yes. If you go to wtfdyw.co.uk, that basically brings you to my Buzzsprout page. But all the links for the socials are up in the top. If you really are interested, you can find them there. And if you want to be a bit funnier, you can go to uconst.co.uk. Uh, <laughs> Almost got that out. Cont. Uconst.co.uk. Same page, funnier URL. Bastard. I really should practice that. You know, it's myself I'm selling here. I'm only letting myself down. No, I always put people on the spot, giving the first advert break. <laughs> Throws them off a little. I always thought that was pre-recorded. I didn't realise that was on the fly. <laughs> My respect has just gone up that much more. I'm not doing another one. <laughs> <laughs> do it, Abby, do it. <laughs> okay, Kat, it's your turn to do your plugs. Okay, so um, my social media in general, everything is Katarina's Infamy because I am infamous. Uh, so that's Twitter and Instagram. And then I have a page on Facebook, which doesn't do much with its life. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. So follow me, find out what I'm doing, and uh, say hi, guys. So keep up to date with us and subscribe to our social medias and all that kind of guff. Uh, buy us a coffee. Head over to totalcultzone.com for all your F King show needs and desires. And F King hello at gmail.com for the electronic mail. F King hello at gmail.com for the F King show electronic mail. That was actually so clunky. I thought your internet had dropped out again. <laughs> Hello at gmail.com for the electronic mail. Now back to the show. Okay, so something has happened. And it's all going to be left up to chance. Okay, so unfortunately, um, Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson have teamed up to create a transportation device. And they've actually been themselves aboard into one of your cargo bays. Uh-huh. Jettison the cargo bay. <laughs> Unfortunately, they've also beamed out whatever was in there, uh, and it's been disfigured and lost forever. 
This means losing one thing from your list of this items. This is not fair. So I, I, no, no, I'm not. So you've lost your porn or your cats <laughs> and you've gained two twats. <laughs> oh, this isn't fair. I just battled for my porn and now I have to make a moral decision. And I get the two biggest cunts on earth as a fucking makeup prize. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bye bye, wanky wanky. There's going to be a very happy alien out there somewhere. <laughs> as you're about to set off on your journey with your cats and Bezos and Branson, <laughs> what a ship! Jesus Christ. Yeah. Can, can we just get hit by something, please, now? Just kill me. I'm <laughs> fucking done. Told you I weren't that interested in surviving in the first place. Now I'm stuck with them cocks. So, yeah, we're going to open up all the speakers on the planet for you to give you a um, emotionally charged speech to the rest of the world and uh, pick a bit of music for to play to see the planet out. How are you feeling? I'm gutted. I'm stuck with fucking Bezos and his wonky eye. I was going to be wanking myself into eternity, and now I'm stuck with that prick. Wank yourself to have your own wonky eye. Yeah. <laughs> Give myself a glass eye of spunk. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, well, yeah. Does anyone want to take my place? <laughs> There's your speech. I'm not bothered anymore. This is rubbish. <laughs> I'd rather just get hit by the meteor. You've got these cats. <laughs> yeah. Can I at least, like, lock off the bit of the ship they're in. Well, let's say they're in the cargo bay. Yeah, but will they stay there? You're in charge of the controls. They they jettison the cargo bay. I go back to my previous answer, jettison it. Fuck it off like it's got alien in it. Unfortunately, if you do that, you lose your cats as well, because that would actually open up all the cargo bays. Oh, for fuck's sake. Can I find a xenomorph? Possibly down the line. <laughs> All right. It'd be worth risking it. Um, well, yeah, sorry, we're all going to die. <laughs> I suppose. Um, Give us also, a bit of music, how you're feeling. Also, <laughs> also, Dean, it's been good knowing you. Sorry, wife, <laughs> who I'm leaving behind to die in a fiery death of fucking stones. But here's a song to see you on your way. Um, I, what would you go out if the world's ending? All right, all right, yeah, Jump in the Fire by Metallica. Come on, that sounds pretty great. As I'm, think of the cinematic, as I'm fucking off in a rocket crying because Branson's behind me, <laughs> looming. You, you've got this going as the impending asteroid's about to land. Like that is a movie ending. It looks pretty great. That's true. It's a bit like the oh, Iron Man a... ending where it just sort of kicks in and you're like, yep, credits start rolling. Yeah, it's just a shame I couldn't take the pawn because in space nobody can hear you wank. <laughs> <laughs> and there it goes. There goes the Earth. Oh my Earth. Uh, Branson and Bezos are currently requesting to be let out of the cargo bay. Um, do you want to let them out or? Jettison the cargo bay. 
I said if you do that, you'd have to lose your cats as well. Can I just open up all the airlocks and end it? <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> what is the point of being like, the last no, man in we alive? We to survive at least another show. <laughs> uh, Maybe we'll find something to make it more enjoyable for next time. No, fuck them off. Leave them in there. <laughs> All that's left for us is to bid you goodbye. TotalCockZone.com for your FKing show needs and desires. Email FKinghello at gmail.com for your grundle picks and hate mail. Uh, head to TotalCockZone.com as well for the uh, buy me a coffee. Buy us a coffee. Maybe you can sort of send Jamie some porn. Some some, some good things in the um, suggestion box for his send next adventure. Send me some porn in space. <laughs> Say goodbye. Bye. I'm gutted. Bye. All that porn. So much porn. Next week, what the fuck do you want? I normally ask that. Drugs and masturbation. Oh, please no, not two wanky shows in a row. <laughs> <laughs>